0: British Columbia uh, today is adopting a one-stop shop approach to housing-related permits to help speed up the approval process to build more homes. The new permitting strategy for housing, uh, according to the government, means BC will have a cross-ministry team dedicated to prioritizing housing permits which are currently handled by multiple ministries where approvals can take up to two years. Uh, Indigenous-led projects, BC housing applications and multiple unit developments will be given priority. According to the province, Premier David Eby made the announcement this morning. This work will be supported with an initial investment to hire 42 new full-time staff. Their jobs as the Housing Action Task Force will be to identify the highest priority housing, including Indigenous-led projects, BC Housing applications, and multiple unit applications to steer them through the process quickly, efficiently, and responsibly. That is uh, Premier Eby, and he will be joining us at four o'clock to talk about today's announcement, but also his overall strategy. He announced his hundred-day plan. He's about day fifty-eight, I believe, in that plan. Lots more to do, but he does have five point seven billion dollars to play with, and so we'll talk to him about uh, that issue at four o five. Now we're going to talk to another gentleman uh, who knows the development, uh, how, how challenging development can be, and that's Michael Geller, president of the Geller Group. He's an architect, he's a planner, and real estate consultant as well. Michael, thank you for joining us.
1: Oh, it's my pleasure. In fact, if we get to chat every time David Eby makes a housing announcement, we'll be talking a lot to each other.
0: Well, I think pretty much I'd have to make you co-host at that point, Michael. So we're very close to that because I think we're going to hear more and more from him over the next few weeks. So first of all, your thoughts on today's announcement. How much of an impact do you think it'll have?
1: I think it'll have a very positive impact. I mean, David said, or the Premier said one thing that I thought was quite interesting. He said, look, if we're going to ask the municipalities to speed up approval processes, then the province needs to do it itself. And I think that's absolutely right. Indeed, uh, you and I chatted briefly about my Christmas card that promoted different ways municipalities could speed up the approvals. And a number of people said to me, that's great, but what about the province? Because what the your listeners don't know is very often on a major project you might be dealing with five or six different provincial ministries all reviewing the application taking different amounts of time and there is at the moment virtually no coordination between those various reviews what he's proposing is that effectively there's sort of a a one-stop shop that all the applications go through And while Vaughn Palmer and others have commented quite correctly that let's hope these individual reviews are also sped up, the fact that there's coordination, I think, is a very good thing.
0: Uh, so for the for our listeners who are who are sort of um, we listening to the premier today, listening to your comments, uh, many of them are going to say, "Wait a minute, here." You know, liberals promise to do things. The NDP is now promising to do things. How much of an impact can government actually have? I don't care if it's municipal or provincial in <clears throat> regards to affordability, in regards to streamlining uh, perhaps the application process overall. How much of an impact? do you think any level of government can actually have?
1: I think they can have a huge impact. In fact, many of us believe that one of the reasons, a main reason why housing is so expensive is because it does take two, three, or four years to get a project through the approval process. And if you're financing that, uh, your listeners can start doing the calculation on you know, if it's a $10 million site, just what are the carrying costs on that at today's interest rates, combined with the additional insurance, the additional property taxes, etc. And all the uncertainty, because some of these projects go through the approval process for two or three years, and then get turned down. Mm -hmm. And that significantly adds to the cost to housing. Mm -hmm. Now, some people are going to say, well, if the cost comes down, does that mean the price will come down? And I would say yes, provided there's a lot of competition.
0: Mm-hmm. Now, these projects or today's announcement really focuses on on bigger bigger projects or projects that are, are, are very unique. Uh, a lot of other folks will say, look, uh, I would just want to get five homes built or ten homes built or, you know, one or two homes built or even one single project built, how successful or how, um, how much of an impact do you think the provincial government can have in regards to speeding up processes at the municipal level, at the city hall level?
1: Well, let's talk about the province first, Jazz if there's a stream running through that site or adjacent to that site, mm-hmm. then you cannot get the municipal approval until the provincial ministry has signed off on its streamside regulations. If you're fronting onto a, what might be a provincial highway, like Taylor Way in West Vancouver, in order to get approval for new development on Taylor Way, not only do you need West Van, you also need the provincial ministry of transportation and highways. So the point is, it's not just the major projects, a lot of projects have to get provincial approval in addition to the municipal approval. And sometimes, and I could speak from firsthand experience, mm-hmm. I promised my client I wouldn't name them, but right now I have all of the municipal approvals for project. I have about five provincial approvals, but I'm waiting for one more provincial approval in order to know if I'm going to get my final approval at the end of this month. So... This happens all the
0: time. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, but to my original question, I get where you're coming from, and I, I totally understand your point. It, it is multi-jurisdictional at times. Uh, but f- for, the, for the mom-and-pop builder who just deals with City Hall, do you think the government, the provincial government, can be successful in speeding up or uh, at the very least encouraging in some day, some way, whether it's a carrot, whether it's a stick, for those processes to be sped up over the long term?
1: I say definitely yes, because a lot of the delays right now occur because municipal politicians are reluctant to go against what they perceive as the community wishes and approve what might otherwise be a controversial project. However, if the politicians can say, look, we have certain housing targets we have to meet, or the province is going to come in, And they're going to approve this project. Let us collectively make that decision. And that just the threat of the province coming in, I think, is very significant. And I've already witnessed it in the district of West Vancouver, and I think it's going to happen in a lot of other municipalities, the one possible exception being Vancouver, that very much runs its own show. But Vancouver, I think especially the new council is very committed to improving the process.
0: Mm-hmm. How successful do you think I mean, Mr. Eby's taken on a lot. He's talking about uh you know making sure our streets are safer and and that is a multi-jurisdictional challenge as well that requires the federal government to be involved uh, for for a lot of issues. Uh, he's talking taken on a lot of big files. How successful do you think he, he, he's actually going to be when it comes to housing? Because housing can mean Michael Geller uh, isn't pulling his hair out of his head because he's, uh, he has to deal with a multi-jurisdictional development that is taking too long. It could be a mom-and-pop builder. It could be a, a buyer who says, look, prices have not come down whatsoever. I think Mr. Eby's been a failure. I mean, do you think he can be successful uh, in the bigger picture of tackling the housing challenges before the lower mainland? Or is it too much to expect from one person, even though they are the premier. I think it's too
1: much to expect one person to be successful with each initiative. And some of these initiatives, I think, have greater chance of success than others. But overall, I think there's no doubt that he is truly committed to housing. It's uh, very much in his blood. And I think housing has become such a crisis. Just look how often you discuss housing issues on your show, Jazz, and on the other shows on W. People are genuinely uh, concerned because the fact is right now there's so many people suffering. And uh, I think, uh, overall, many of these initiatives will be possible. There's another one I'd like to see, which is there's all these older public housing projects. Now, we've seen a huge failure at Little Mountain, but there are many others where there's tremendous potential to add more more affordable housing. So there's a lot of things the province can do. I I will uh, disclose that I've had a conversation with the premier's chief of staff who contacted me just to start to explore different ideas. So I think they're they're reaching out to a lot of people. And the fact is, today, one of the major developers in the province was part of the announcement. So he's working with the development community. And, uh, you know, we've had previous premiers who were very effective. Uh, Gordon Campbell was extremely effective when he was premier when it came to creating more affordable housing. So... I'm optimistic, and uh, I think others are
0: too. Final question to you. This is not uh, related to, to this week's announcement, but last week's announcement. We had the housing minister on talking about the $500 million Affordable Rental Protection Fund. How effective do you think that can be when you're up against large hedge funds, developers that are backed by a lot of folks, a lot of dollars. They have access to uh, uh, talent, uh, research. Uh, they can move sometimes quicker than government can. Uh, how effective do you think this rental protection fund, particularly uh, trying to help these nonprofits, how effective can it be up against the power and expertise of the market?
1: As I said before, I think some of these initiatives are going to be more effective than others. Mm-hmm. I think today's initiative will be much more effective, ultimately, than that the $500 million uh, announcement. Mm-hmm. I must confess, it's well-intentioned, uh, as uh, Goodman, the well-known uh, real estate firm here said, it's a good start. But I'm worried that that one could have some unintended consequences. Uh, Oftentimes, when government starts to interfere too much in in sort of the market reality, Mm -hmm. things can happen. And uh, we can have a conversation another day about why rents have risen so much when the rent control limit is like 2%. And yet, as everybody is reporting, the average rents have gone up dramatically, more than 2%. So. Sometimes these interventions don't work. That one, uh, I'll give it the benefit of the doubt for the moment, but I am worried about unintended consequences there.
0: Michael, look forward to having you on uh, soon again. Lots to talk about. Thank you so much for your time today.
1: It is always my pleasure.